0: Hey, I'm Eric.
1: And I'm Lauren. And
0: you are listening to Podcast Podcast. The
1: podcast that talks about how great podcasts are. How
0: self-obsessed. You guys, you don't know it, but you have been spared. Oh my God. (laughs) Lauren and I just talked about podcasts and inappropriate things for the past i don't know 25 it was recording 45 minutes it was recording you will not hear it lucky you but we just like talked about
1: <laughs> if you want to hear it tweet us and maybe we'll make a special bonus package never mind that will spoiler never spoiler alert
0: you don't want to hear no, it no you don't and if you want to find out how much you don't want to hear it just ask djj who had to sit through it, to hear it. sorry mm. um what's up tell me
1: i think it's time for show nuts i'm into it um, I'm reading the show notes right now on our shared <laughs> document, the show notes. Go on. I did not put to rate us on iTunes cuz I just Oh, you didn't. I just I don't want to pressure anyone. I don't want any pressure anyone to call the big listen. Just it's okay. If you don't. It's fine.
0: Well, I'm happy to pressure people. Please take 5 minutes and rate us five stars on iTunes. We'd be so grateful. Okay. We'd love you either way, but we'd be really happy Maybe, if you did.
1: Yeah. Maybe if you say it. I was thinking maybe yeah. like what's that called when parents are like, You don't have to go to bed. Reverse psychology. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's true. It doesn't even matter though. No, I can't do it. It matters. No, to us. It,
1: it doesn't matter. I can't do it either. Please. <laughs> <I> please. <laughs> yeah. I'm begging you. I just took right off my now. pants. Well, you Wait, can't that wasn't it? Right now, but we're okay. Both crying. <laughs> okay. I um, won't eat dinner
0: for a week if you do it. Yes, please. I mean if you don't do it. Yeah. Ooh, careful. With Whichever that. you prefer. Whatever they
1: want. Well, yeah. we'll do whatever they say. <laughs> Um, and also we had the potties last episode, which were our
0: podcast awards show, like Get the Oscars, but more prestigious.
1: <laughs> um, I loved listening back to that because <laughs> Alan's reasoning for voting made zero sense. Mm. And at the same time, the most sense, the most sense. And yeah. also I,
0: so as I was like, um, cutting the show together, I, it, the show ran long, I will admit. And I was like, I should cut a couple of awards and I just couldn't do it. Nope, the awards you came up even. with were.
1: Well I must say though I was a little embarrassed listening to it because I but I think I admitted this on the episode (laughs) I was getting very competitive and you you were right on so many but I was like I wanted to win and I feel like I wasn't thinking of the better of the awards ceremony I wanted to win so I was like trying to convince you that like Issa Rae should have a podcast over Roxanne which they both should you're too kind you won that one and that was good. and also the laugh, the RuPaul laugh, clearly the winner. <laughs> also the Dumb People Town segment uh-huh. one, clearly the loser. So <laughs> I but I you just know that I went in wanting to win. Oh, and I, I'm very I'm very I
0: mean the honor to be nominated stuff is a whole bunch of malarkey. Yeah, so you should yeah. you should go into an award well, show competing to win. But
1: I did Roxanne Gay was just on a podcast. Shit, I can't remember which one. Fuck! Fuck! Fuckety! Fuck! 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 <laughs> but they were like, "What podcast do you like?" And she was like, "I hate podcasts." <gasps>
0: Ooh. So it looks like it may never ha- may, it, n- may never come to be. It
1: Doesn't seem like it. But she was like, "I just feel like someone's like talking to." So maybe she would talk on it. She didn't like the idea of people talking to her. Oh, but maybe she. Interesting. Would- I don't know. It doesn't well, sound like. What it's gonna if we happen. agree
0: that she never has to listen to a podcast? That yeah. she'll do one
1: or listen to anything on her own. Yeah. I don't know. We'll talk. We'll talk. Okay. We'll We'll, tweet her. F- we'll
0: figure yeah. this one out. But um, I did
1: think of one more potty category that I can't believe I didn't think of earlier. This is
0: a really good one.
1: Best podcast name. DJJ Wu. You're going to have to vote for. Pew, w- pew, 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 pew. And. Okay. I can see the show notes. <laughs> I can see what Eric voted for <laughs> and his is going to win. But mine was Thirst Aid Kit, which is. <laughs> it's the very BuzzFeed funny. podcast. Yeah. It's like about. It's just like about being thirsty and like drooling over hot guys. Yeah. Thirst Aid Kit. It's almost like they thought of the podcast and we're like, whatever that means, we'll do it. But anyway, what's yours?
0: No, that's a really good name. My nomination for best podcast name is, okay, episode 14 of our podcast called Podcast Podcast, um, the Jingle Jangle segment is... Um, was from this podcast, which I got a real tickle out of at the time because the name is Number One Holiday Ringtones for iPhone and iPad by Ha Ha's Comedy, Free Christmas Ringtones. I,
1: how can I compete with that?
0: <laughs> to be fair, I think maybe Free Christmas Ringtones, now that I'm thinking about it, was the episode title.
1: It gets a little muddled. It does. There's a with lot going words. on. But I will love it all. So it gets confusing. I don't even think DJ J would place your vote, but I'm voting Even, for
2: even their Even their name. The ha-ha's comedy. Even right. the
1: spelling choices. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that could win many categories. Mm, so yeah. I, thank you for bringing that up. Thank you. You have won. I am not even going to try to be competitive because you clearly won that one. Um. Are you ready for Josh and Around? Your favorite segment.
0: Josh and Around is my favorite segment. Okay, it's the Why? segment where um, we submit things to think about subjects to noodle on while our buddy josh goes on a very long car ride to see his long distance fiance so he has to drive about five hours five or six hours across pa twice a week to see his man and so we give him things to to pass the pass the time does that sound right i feel like i used too many words to explain that segment
1: No, that was the the correct way to explain it. Okay, perfect. I mean, it's a very muddled concept to begin with. It
0: it is so, but Lauren and I both submit things for him to think about, and then he tells us which was better, which was took up more of the car ride time, which one he enjoyed more.
1: Um, I have a quick update from last Josh and around. Oh yes, actually, we conned him into listening by creating a segment (laughs) around him, and now he listens and he gives me feedback. I love it. So the last one that he listened to was the wedding one Mm -hmm. and um i think you wanted him to think about his dream wedding like
0: yes if if he had an infinite budget yeah what would he do with a dream wedding
1: and mine was just i think it was like think of your least favorite things at weddings
0: yours was like think about weddings you've been to and like flag the things that you like the least because it will be really helpful in planning it was yeah
1: and then Alan's was just wedding Alan's was quote think
0: about weddings
1: and he said (laughs) That your question was fun, but he was getting a little stressed out thinking about managing everything. It was almost like when the sky's the limit, it's like too...
0: So true. It's a little
1: overwhelming. I mean,
0: he could have hired like 10 wedding planners.
1: And really, all he would want is like fancier wine, which is like pretty easy. That's what he does. (laughs) So, um... Better wine and more famous drag queens, he says. Good one. Which is a good use of money. That's a Resources. really good
0: Oh now I want to know who his
1: favorite mm. drag queens are. We'll have to follow up.
0: Um what is your what is your idea for Josh to think about this week?
1: Oh, I was thinking if he was gonna package his own food, like create his own food brand, Ooh. what kind of food Would you choose to sell like Josh's like beef jerky or Mm. whatever? And like, I would want him to think about like the branding and like if there was going to be a jingle or what the box would look like or what kind of weird combination it would be. I'm assuming it's going to involve drag queens, whatever. What's yours?
2: Drag queens and wine. Uh,
1: Oh, That would be something. I'm picturing like a -a -a Dunkaroos combo, you know, or handy snacks. So there's like some sort of combo of. this is not my job. Yeah. Josh, figure it out.
0: Well, there is a drag queen whose name is Pandora Box. Mm-hmm. And so it could be Pandora's Ooh. Boxed Wine. <gasps> You're
1: right? giving yes. it away. Sorry, sorry, okay. sorry. I take it back. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Edit we'll that to, out. We'll take Edit it out. that
0: gold out. <laughs> or probably not. You guys can have it. Yeah. Um, my idea is, okay, given your options along the drive, using only the options of, this, of the places and stores along the drive, Purchase, acquire, or create five things during your trip to give to your fiancé upon arrival.
1: Oh, this is so fun. It's kind of sweet, right?
0: So, like, be creative. Maybe he loves, like, Frito honey barbecue flavor twists and you nab them at the rest stop, or, like, oh, you come up with a poem so for sweet. him or, like, find, like, wildflowers alongside of the road. You know what I mean?
1: This is find so good. five things along the
0: journey that you can get for him.
1: If, by the way, if you did this for Brian, he'd be like, what the fuck is this shit? That's my like, prediction. You could have maybe just like, gotten some nice wine. This is nasty garbage. But he'll say it in a really funny, much funnier way.
0: Are you saying that um, Frito's honey barbecue flavor twists are nasty garbage?
1: Uh, I don't know what Brian's favorite things are, but <laughs> well, I can't wait to find out. This is so cute. That's Fingers cute.
0: crossed. Yeah. Well, let us know, Brian, what yeah. you prefer noodling on.
1: Yeah. And... Or let it... Well, both of them. I want to know what Josh thinks. Well, that's true. That's yeah. true. Uh, Josh is going to have to be the one doing it, so... Exactly.
0: Exactly. Um, now it's time for your favorite segment. Yeah. The Podcast challenge. challenge. This is where we challenge each other to listen to a podcast or an episode of a podcast, either because we really think the other one will like it, or we've listened to it and want to share the wealth. Um Last time, I challenged you to listen to Tribe of Mentors, which, as is the theme with me challenging you on this segment, you had already listened to. So, Tribe of Mentors is a short-form podcast from Tim Ferriss, um, who is a big business innovator, whatever, whatever, he invests in fancy companies um, super early on, but basically, it's like 10 to 30 minutes, a little jolt of inspiration and advice from people who are like experts in their fields yeah what, what'd you think
1: i mean i really liked it i like his longer podcast but they are so overwhelming so i really like the format of this
0: remind me the name of the longer one
1: uh what's t- what's it's just like the tim oh, ferris, ferris experience or yeah. Something. yeah 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 but um and i what i love about him and he does this on this podcast he asks oddly specific questions hmm. that, like no one else asks like like, a question I brought up before is, like, if you could write anything on a billboard, what would you write? Like, mm. Or, like, he asks about books. Like, he asks questions that no one else is. So he, yeah. and he, the interviews end up being, like, nothing else. Like, I listened to the Whitney, I listened to a bunch, but, like, the Whitney Cummings one, I remember thinking, if you, if you had transcribed it, I wouldn't have known it was Whitney Cummings. It was this side of Whitney Cummings that I never had Heard before So Interesting. I think He's able to pull out Like a different side Of yeah. people Because of his Unique questions
0: It sounds like Almost like a layer Deeper than yeah. most Interviews
1: He's um Underrated Like you know There's good interviewers He's really good mm. So I really liked it I probably wouldn't Listen to every single one Like every Every Maybe I should Maybe I should challenge myself But he gets great hosts So I can see myself Like picking my favorites Yeah But I don't know He's so good Maybe it is one That I'd start like adding Cause it's just like I feel like he could find Anyone interesting And the question uh, I Thank you That was really good Well
0: I know that you'd already Listened to it But I'm glad that you Enjoyed some new episodes
1: And mine for you Now I have one for you What you got I feel like you've heard me Talking about this one before And you've definitely seen it But I don't think We've talked about it before Okay um, it's called the Daily Zeitgeist.
0: No, and, I don't think I have listened to this
1: one. Okay. You know I love Cracked, Jack Jack O'Brien. He mm-hmm. left Cracked. He's like Okay, so the podcast, it's the Daily Zeitgeist. It's like what's going on in the Zeitgeist. That's the whole point. Mm-hmm. And it's every day Monday through Friday, which is a lot. That's a lot. And I want it all. <gasps> like you would think I couldn't even get, like I hunger for this podcast every day and there's a, already a lot of it. Wow. Yeah. Um it's just really funny, smart people talking about, like trying to make sense of the noise which is in the daily headlines. Have you have we talked about it before, right? I Maybe think
0: we have talked about it. Randomly. And the other yeah. thing is I don't really do a lot of daily podcasts mm-hmm. because <clears throat> it's just not how I digest my news on, in general. Exactly. Um and uh that makes me even more excited to check this one out.
1: I like it. He always asks what's something that's overrated? What's something mm. that's underrated? This mm. is what he asks his guests. And what's a myth that everyone believes that isn't true? Oh, you always that's a good th- one. To get started, and it's just interesting. Oh, and then he asks about their search history, which uh-huh, you'll enjoy. Uh-huh. so it's it's fun.
0: I love that. That but sounds th- great.
1: This week he he has had a baby yesterday. <gasps>
0: Mazel. Yeah. That's so he's awesome. not on it this
1: week. Okay. So just so I, FYI, I might have Miles to go Gray ba- is great, but he's flying solo.
0: I might have to go back in the archives to get the full experience. Yep. Uh, I think that's fair. Whatever you want to do. Um. All right. I will check out the daily
1: zeitgeist and report back. Next app. Awesome! I hope you like it. Yeah. Have fun. And now a word from our sponsor, Charlotte's Web Hemp Oil. Breaking news, you guys! You might have thought that Charlotte's Web was just a storybook, but this just in: beep 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 beep. This chick is real, and her hemp oil is the bomb. Charlotte has been extracting oil probably from her web. I don't know. Do webs do that? And put all the oil in a tiny bottle for you to buy. And what's in the bottle, you ask? Your health! Charlotte's Web Hemp Oil supports a healthy lifestyle, which means it will motivate you to lift barbells every day, replace your croutons with celery, and meditate every night. I mean, we all know we should do these things, but none of us want to. Charlotte's Web Hemp Oil automatically makes you want to do it. I hope it doesn't make you want to do anything else like something embarrassing or illegal go to com to order your tiny bottle of charlotte's juice you'll automatically be healthier just by hitting the buy button so it's time to shop till you drop and if you don't trust charlotte that's understandable spiders are creepy but definitely trust your favorite podcaster friend of the pod maybe pete holmes man with the best laugh a great podcast and pretty good jokes Pete Holmes loves Charlotte's Webbed Hemp Oil and talks about it on his podcast, You Made It Weird All the Time. Maybe you could be like Pete Holmes if you take Charlotte's Webbed Hemp Oil. And it doesn't say that on the website, but we can probably safely assume. Enter discount code podcast podcast now, and Charlotte will come to your house and massage your shoulders by crawling all over them. She only does this in the middle of the night when you least expect it. So brace yourself. Thanks, Charlotte's Webbed Hemp Oil. <laughs>
0: You know, I have to say all those other hemp oils were always making me do something embarrassing or illegal. I don't
1: think, I mean, I hope. I, well,
0: I'm so grateful this one is different, hopefully. Yeah, <laughs>
1: right. I mean, it was interesting for me because I always do embarrassing things, but like I stopped when I started taking wow, the oil. So I think it's, it's actually. Maybe late
0: night back Yeah.
1: <laughs> those little
0: uh, it's, spider legs. It's a little really terrifying at first, but there. once you get
1: used to it, you know.
0: Thanks, Charlotte's Web
1: Hemp Oil for Thank sponsoring. You. Thanks. Are you ready for segment number one? Oh, wait. We have a surprise segment. I'm It's a surprise so for everyone, excited. but mostly DJJ Woo. I'm very excited. I hope
0: it involves Cheetos.
1: Um, it does not. Um, I just, I want to play you, DJJ Woo, a tiny clip from one of my favorite podcasts, Natch Butte. And okay, so Natch Butte, you know I love. She's my favorite host. Uh, Jackie J invites guests on to discuss beauty products, skincare, etc., and for Valentine's Day, she invited her husband Adam McCabe onto the show, and they like inter- like it was like a couples episode. And Adam McCabe is the podcaster on Horny for Horror, which I also love. But Jackie always asks for listener questions in advance, and I thought that DJJ would could take some notes from this one.
3: All right, this question is from Lauren in NYC. Hi, Lauren in NYC. Don't make fun of me. I'm not. I'm M- quoting you. My husband won't get a manicure with me, and I get it. It has this stigma of being super girly. He's like a dude dude, you know? But how can I convince him that it's actually like a legit thing? They massage your hands and your shoulders. They make you look sharp. My man always looks sharp. Do you get manicures, Adam? Do Men in L.A.? Can you send him a special message on air, and I will play it for him? His name is Justin. Um, but we call him DJ J. Wu. <laughs> Thank you. Love you both. Horny for horror fan here. Lauren in NYC. Great. Because Lauren said she's a horny for horror fan, I know I could be real with her because horny for horror fans don't give a shit. They're all about being honest yeah. and straight. So I'll tell you this. Justin, DJ j Wu, DJ J-Woo. DJ J-Woo. Listen up, dude. Man, it's it's the future, baby. It's 2018. We don't need to worry about things being girly and boyish. It's like There's no such thing anymore. It's like you do what you want to do and do whatever feels good. It doesn't matter what your gender or your age is. Just do it. Uh, it, It's going to feel good. I have gotten manicures in the past. It's not something I do regularly, like manicures and pedicures. But Adam does have beautiful (laughs) nails and feet. Because I do it myself. That's the reason I don't. I take care of my hands. My nails right now are so tight you wouldn't believe it. Completely clean. I have soft hands because I have lotion. It's it's just like taking care of yourself. I say don't do it if you don't want to do it. But if you like feeling good and feeling like soft and clean and having, you know, you pay for the someone else to do it for you, great. If you dig it, do it. Like there shouldn't be any kind of like stigma to like, I can't do this because of blank. Anyone can do anything. What a great answer. <laughs> also, sick DJ name. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Are you surprised? Oh
2: my, gosh. Oh my God. Did, yeah.
1: When you knew you knew there was a surprise, uh, did you have any idea that that's what it no, would be? No,
2: and you, you were like, you you brought this up what the other <laughs> week about how <laughs> they, you were ta- you were like talking about manicures and pet, like. Well, I'm
1: always trying to get you to get a manicure well, with that, me. That's like every day. place. Yeah. Well, anyway, I hope I I just hope I s- put a little surprise <laughs> on your in your pants. Put a little surprise in your pants. That's a. That feels like it yeah. means something different yeah. than yeah. You're hey, saying. Hey, hey, hey! Now. <laughs>
0: um i am just thrilled at the amount of times they said djj woo <laughs> yeah that was really that. special <laughs> oh my gosh thanks
1: jackie jackie <laughs> i love you more and more with every waking moment and just thinking. by the way and Adam. last
0: week on our or last episode on our podcast awards jackie won
1: best s- host. podcast crush podcast crush yes mm-hmm.
0: although she could have won both let's be I honest
1: know. well she, maybe we need to change the winners for everything and just have natch beat win everything <laughs> yes, yes, oh yes, my god yes, yes. i'm so in love with her
0: that was so good
1: um great guys okay uh now i think we're ready for clip one
0: let's do it do you guys watch bob's burgers i think you do
1: oh i love you know i don't love tv
0: that's like, true. There's like
1: two shows I like and one of them is Bob's I know. Burgers. We joke
0: about you watching Bravo all the time, but you actually don't really watch TV.
1: No. In fact, I haven't watched Bravo since 2017.
0: That's nuts to me.
1: But I love Bob. I burgers. haven't
0: watched Bravo since we watched uh, season five of the Real Housewives of Atlanta last night just like on demand just for fun. Yeah.
1: that's Atlanta's a good one to go back to. It is a good
0: one. Oh, it was the um, pajama party. Oh, when were they getting in really, a fight? Yes, oh, it was man. a really good one. So good! Um, I love okay. how I know
4: what you're talking about. Okay.
0: <laughs> anyway, okay, I bring up Bob's Burgers because one of my favorite parts is Gene. <laughs> who's the son um who is played by actor comedian Eugene Merman so Eugene has a podcast called Hold On where Yes, com- I did
1: not put that together. That was him. That that's him. Mm-hmm. Thank his
0: you. voice is so hysterical. Mm-hmm. All the all the voice actors on that show are so funny. Um so his podcast has, is called Hold On where comedian guests tell funny like funny personal stories and Eugene interrupts to dig deeper and get even more funny details. It's it's like a funny person making other funny people tell funny stories.
1: Okay. Can I just say something really fast? Yeah. I had heard of this and I never listened to it before. Mm. And I thought it sounded very like good, but like plain white bread. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nothing, nothing it's thrilling. It's so good. It's really like, funny. Like no one's description of it could give it justice. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: you're okay, right. You're right. Go on. Don't, don't take my word for it. Like LeVar Burton says. Right. Check it out. Yes. Um. So... Some guests he's had on are like Maria Bamford, Janine Garofalo, Steve Agee, lots, lots, lots. Um, This episode features Joe Mandy, who has written for Parks and Rec, um, Curl Show, my other favorite TV show, The Good Place. You you guys have... Not gotten into that one, right? No, we like that show. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah, Good. Um, So anyway, Joe Mandy tells the story of getting drinks with some friends and some friends of friends after a show he did in San Francisco. At the time, he was trying to buy Twitter bots, like those sort of like fake Twitter accounts to make it look like more people were following them than he is to get himself to a million followers. That's a long story, but also very funny. So you should listen to the whole episode and hear why. Um, Anyway, he launched into a big rant about how Twitter is garbage. And it's basically just a manifestation of brain diarrhea. Here is Joe talking
5: about how the rest of his rant went. Twitter has this like genocidal policy against my bots and they're killing my bots and I'm just spending more and more money and I'm like a crazy person clearly yeah. and like working myself up and I'm just like, like they, they should let me run the company for a week. I would like fix that whole place and like this is like this is some bullshit and so I just I just like, give this whole long speech about, you know, it's so unfair and and I I deserve the bots that I bought because who cares about any of it Right, It's all pretend.
2: So This is your version of like Martin Luther King's speech. Yeah.
5: <laughs> I have a Twitter account. And, and so I finish up, you know, I'm expecting like a round of applause and no, everyone's just staring at me. And then the guy sitting next to me, this like skinny guy with a beard, uh, he's very thoughtful and he was like nodding the whole time I was talking. So I was kind of like directing my, my rant at him because he was the only one who seemed to care what I was talking about. And he was nodding and then he went, um, hmm. That's really interesting. That's really interesting. You should uh you should come in sometime and and talk about this. And I was like, <laughs> come in sometime, like come in. Yeah, what do you mean? Come in where? And then my friend, uh who clearly saw this happening and had set me up, he was like, Oh, um, that's Jack Dorsey, he created Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> So Joe says
0: that eventually he started to like backtrack, but you know, how, how far back can you go? Oh my God. There's no undoing. (laughs) There is no undoing that. Um, Do you, wait, what are your thoughts on Twitter? Do you agree with Joe Mandy?
1: You know what? I've been just doing social media for brands for a while and I go back and forth with the platforms all the time. Um, So this could change tomorrow, but I am obsessed with Twitter right now. Um, Facebook I'm just going to give you a quick, like Facebook is, Mm. I hate it. Run them down. But we need it. And it's a huge, powerful monster. Need it.
0: Why? Because it has the most users. Yes.
1: And so powerful reach. You know, you can't not, you need to figure out how to use it. You just have to. I'm sorry. Like a a business, like a company. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about if you're a company, if you're not into it, don't do it. But one thing is they just recently changed the algorithm, which is really bad for publishers like me. But as a user, I enjoy the changes because groups are so hot right now. And I love groups. I have a new love for Facebook. I go yeah. in and check all my groups all the time. I love I, that. And I love because it's letting me talk to not publishers, which I am a publisher. Like, But I get why they wanted to eliminate it. Yep. I am kind of coming back to Facebook a little bit because of these changes, even though it's fucking me over at work. <laughs> but Instagram is so fun. And of course, I love it. I really, really love it. But it is so goddamn braggy.
0: Mm.
6: I
1: after a while it's like I can't you know what I mean? Totally. It is all it is is bragging. And you know what I do
0: on Instagram way more than I look at my own feed is I look at the explore feed.
1: That's that's what you need to do. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you see actually good like content. Yeah, like content <laughs> yeah. That is
0: more and you know all, of, all like cookie I look decorating. It's like literally cookie decorating, cake decorating, Mine food is making.
1: All cats and like Books. That's all I. Yeah, but <laughs> when you said
0: books, I thought you said butts.
1: <laughs> oh, there's some butts in there. Um, celebrity butts only. Doom 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 doom. But um, <laughs> that's my other Instagram handle. Celebrity butts only. Does that exist? That's, um, wait, I thought that was your book title. Oh yeah, your it's title. everything. It's also my website. <laughs> okay, good. Um, but Twitter, I'm really enjoying right now because you can't really brag on Twitter. Yeah. Like you don't have, I, you know, like you, you just get a hint of like the zeitgeist. Like you see what people are talking about. Yeah. I, sometimes I go in in the morning and I see what's trending and I'm like, holy cow, how am I going to explore all these subjects at once? Like, <laughs> how you know will we live? like, why is Kanye and nuns trending? Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's so exciting. Like, I, I love getting that piece into the world mm. and then like there's people that I really like and I can see what they're thinking about everything sharing articles it's I don't really talk much on Twitter but I think it's a super exciting place right now yeah I don't like that they added the characters and I know that they do that mm. for advertisers basically but it's now it two
0: 280 yeah. yeah
1: but I I I don't know I still think that it, it's just, it's my favorite right now. I never thought I would have said that. Yeah. Anyway, that was, whoa, way no, too long.
0: that's exactly what I wanted. Um, what about we, you? We've what are, talked how, on, rank yours. Oh, uh, hmm, I think I would say of the big three, like Instagram is my favorite and then Facebook and then Twitter. I mm-hmm. don't really use Twitter or engage mm-hmm. on Twitter. But for me, I, I feel like Twitter is like, for, for I, I guess this is self-curated, but Twitter is like the resistance. Like I follow all the political activist people on Twitter. Twitter's the only place I follow celebrities really. So mm-hmm. like, Th- I get a lot of that on Twitter. Facebook is like your aunt's recipe for no bake pizza, lasagna mm. or like whatever nonsense. And then Instagram is just like photo bragging. Yeah. I don't really post on any of them much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's where I would have to Well you're it. in there. I'm in, I'm in the mix.
1: Observing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, this was Hold On with Eugene Merman. Uh, the episode was just for last festival with Joe Mandy. Definitely check out the whole thing because it's very ha-ha. ha ha's, <laughs> as we like to <laughs> say on
1: this podcast. It's
0: very, wait for it, wait for it. It's very number one holiday ringtones for iPhone and iPad by Ha Ha's comedy free Christmas ringtone.
1: Like I always say, <laughs> we have to memorize that.
0: We do. That's I can't believe I haven't yet. Around. It's memorize embarrassing. That.
1: Yeah. Um. Okay. Clip two is from Yo. Is this racist? Give it. Have you ever watched? to it. Uh huh. Um. This is the episode called "From Black Panther to JJ Reddick with Priyanka Ma- Matu as as you can assume. I do not know how to pronounce her <laughs> name. Um. The host is Andrew T um he created first he created this popular blog called yo is this racist and now it's a podcast every wednesday andrew t and his guests answer questions from fans submitted voicemails and emails about whether or not something is in fact racist the example I always give is like, I have a cat, black cat and I named him Dave Chappelle. Is that racist? And like the answer is usually yes. Um, <laughs> if I have, you have to ask. Yes. Yeah. I have personal issues with this podcast that I will not discuss here. But I wanted to talk about something that guest Priyanka said completely unrelated
4: to race at all. I have this whole theory, which has nothing to do with this podcast, but I'll tell you right now. Do I uh, think that pretty... Gr- I think that girls think of themselves okay, – this is such broad strokes. I think many girls think of themselves as either leading with mm-hmm. pretty, funny, or smart. Mm-hmm. And this is like a conversation I've had with a lot of my girlfriends. Mm-hmm. So if a girl thinks of herself as like primarily smart or pretty, she wants to be funny. Mm-hmm. If, you know. Or if the other is like you want to be the other things. So like oh. I was always a smart kid. So anytime anyone tells me I'm pretty or funny, I love it. <laughs> smart is like – people are like, you're very smart. I'm like, that's a fact. That's true. And very
1: smart. <laughs> um, this reminded me of this fairy tale I can remember watching on like fractured fa- fairy tales on like Rocky and Bullwinkle or something mm. when I was little, and I couldn't find any evidence of it on the web, which <laughs> means I may have made it up in my head. Mm. But it was about like a princess that got to choose a frog to kiss. Yeah, and one was smart. One was handsome and one was funny. And it was on like every goddamn morning. And I, my mom and I talked about it so much when I was little. And she was like, what frog would you kiss? And I was always like, the funny frog. And she's like, you're wrong. It's <laughs> the smart frog. Smart frog, smart frog, smart frog. And I was like, funny frog, That's funny frog. so funny.
0: interesting. Yeah.
1: Like I, and um, I, I don't know. It's, it's I hadn't thought about that for a long time. But I was wondering, I thought this was interesting. And I'm wondering if it's a woman thing or is Is it an everybody thing? Like, I want to hear what both of you think. Do you consider yourself one over the other? And is one do you identify with one more? Do you hope to be one more than the other?
0: Mm, That is interesting. I I do think that it goes back to the idea that, like, just men are conditioned by society to accept, like, their good qualities a little bit more easily than women are conditioned by society, which is a a terrible thing. Um, I do think that there are, like one of those three things that I've been told more in my life. And so if I were told one of the other two things, I would be more
2: likely to be like,
0: oh, wow. Thanks. So I, that's I true. Then. That. I think it, it is true for her... me. Yeah. yeah. What do you
1: think? What do you do you think?
2: Think? I had a, I had a slightly different perspective. I thought, I, I always thought like, uh, you know, growing up we have, well, I, I think, okay, one, one, I agree with you. Like you're always told one thing more than the others. Right. And so then that, subconsciously gets in your head, right? But I think as at least from my perspective, i've grown-up thinking like I need to be all three as best as possible, like as mm. max out all three as like best I can, right? Be well-rounded is essentially what I'm getting at. But I think
1: can I uh, quick quick tangent? If you were like <laughs> so like you were like you really sucked at one of the things on the triangle, would you like give up on it?
2: Yeah, if I knew I was like super ugly, you just like, just be, like yeah, okay. It. I'm sorry, that
1: was really rude that I interrupted you. Keep on No, me.
2: but like that's yeah. yeah. I wasn't. I don't have okay. anything else to say on that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean,
0: it also helps that you like legitimately are like no. smart, handsome, and funny. Yeah, no. yeah,
2: yeah you know, are. I guess smart most of my life. Yeah, more than the other two. I'm I, definitely not that. I, every funny, night so.
1: before I tuck DJJ in bed, I'm like, "You're smart, kiss. You're funny." <laughs> kiss you're
0: handsome or kiss. like from the help you was smart you as important you as kind <laughs> that's your creepy one when you tuck him in it's not creepy he has nightmares that's i've been from, meaning to tell you it's from Viola davis's character in the help <laughs> it's a nice thing
1: I cry a lot. wait so what do people say that you are
0: i think that because
1: you're another one to me though i think you're all three. Oh, that's nice you i think are. i
0: think that it doesn't count it doesn't count from you or my mom okay um I think I've heard, f- like, funny, like, I- I'm quicker to sort of, like, make a joke.
1: Would you, which frog would you have picked when you were a little boy? Huh.
0: That's such a good question. I think I would have picked funny, and I think yeah. I, st- I think I Still, still would. stand
1: by it. Me too. Uh-huh. Mom, you were wrong. But uh-huh. I got the frog with all three, so. I know. DJ I feel Wu, the same way. Which frog would you have picked when you were a little boy?
2: The smart one.
1: Really? Yeah. I don't Whoa. Know. I guess. Wolf. Yeah. I, don't know. <laughs> I mean,
0: you, it feels like fluffery at this point, but you also are all three.
1: Oh, I, but I think, I wrote this in the show notes. I believe that I want to know if if you are all three, if you're maybe a sociopath. Oh,
0: because yeah.
1: that sounds like insane, but I feel like Alan is all three. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> like hardcore. Like you guys are all, all three, but Alan, like, super duper is. <laughs> I think Alan also this is like too personal about Alan but like he holds his cards a little closer than I do so like my flaws spill out of my <laughs> spill out of me like boobs out of a bra you know what I mean <laughs> does that that's a good visual guys that's great visual but like I love that <laughs> but Alan is like you know like he monitors no, totally. himself a little more yeah so he what I'm saying is he's packed with flaws but mm. we just don't you have to look really hard you have to like take his bra off yeah is this, can I keep on going with this
5: about <laughs>
3: shit <laughs> anyway, Alan, what i'm trying
1: to say is i think you're all three but not a sociopath hey, hey. ding 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 good Congrats. job him. yeah hey.
0: i job, mean Alan. or maybe the thing that he's keeping close to his chest is that he is a sociopath Ooh, and you just better
1: can't look tell. in those pants and the bra or oh, whatever <laughs> uh, it's kind of
2: true though like they're definitely like you meet someone who's like really good looking yeah, like, yeah. really intelligent it well, has like it, charming jokes or and you're something. Like, how? Yeah, and then is. you're like, oh, it's because you're actually a psycho. It's because you're terrified. Yeah, no, like exactly. Your friend dates that person and then they turn out to be like insane. That, yeah. That's how people
1: end up like inventing like uber <laughs> do you know what i mean like yeah. or they do like crazy things because they believe they can do anything right they're
0: just s- unstoppable but
1: i must say this happens on podcasts a lot where i'll be like listening to someone for a long time and so i can hear their voice i can tell they're funny i can tell they're smart and then i see a picture of them and they're attractive and i'm like hot damn i thought you could only have two but you have three congratulations <laughs> i know
0: sometimes it's like fully earned mm-hmm. yeah but um, i do feel like sometimes folks ha- are really strong in the um, pretty or handsome category, and then just like do not try yeah, for the others that because a lot. they you, didn't need to. Yeah, they didn't need to. Uh,
1: people like us, we have to be funny. <laughs>
0: exactly. Um,
1: but I'm looking at a picture of the girl who this is her theory, mm-hmm. Priyanka. She, okay, so she said she always got called smart. Smart, yep. And she's funny on this podcast and she's gorgeous. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding.
0: I feel like uh in in entertainment for folks who are going to be in front of a camera yeah. like there's just this automatic qualifier of like right. you kind of have to be like or you have to be so looking. ugly
1: that you have a thing where it's you're like ugly. your character yeah but um that's what they call character actor
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: <laughs> um but it, it the reason this came up on the podcast was at the beginning andrew t was like this is my my very funny friend and he was like oh i feel weird actually i always introduce all my guests as funny Mm. and she was like that's when she started saying no i'll take it like you know whenever everyone just calls me smart so but i was thinking how like it's always a compliment to tell someone that they're smart or funny like i tell sometimes like this happens to patty i just said this to oh my God, who are we hanging out with the other day where I was, I just had to be like, you're funny. Like, I can't even, what you just said was so funny. I'm out. I'm out of rebuttals. You, I'm dry. So I just say you're funny. So I tell people they're funny. Um, I tell people that they're smart, but telling someone that they're pretty, we don't do that. Mm. Right. It seems like almost like a little bit of a dig, like you're pretty, you know what I mean? Or you're yeah. handsome. And it it also on seems the kind of random, you know, like we don't do it as much.
0: Yeah, I think it depends on the context. I think some people would be more quick to say like to a little girl, like, oh, you're so cute. Or like, oh, my gosh, I love your hair. You look I'm, really pretty today, you know? OK,
1: but I guess I'm thinking of like are like there are people in my life that I wish I could just tell them I think you're I have a co-worker yeah. that I'm like I look at her I'm like I think you're gorgeous yeah. like but how do I tell her that but like I can you know like I don't know it seems like not something that we are open to doing
0: as yeah much. I also think that with um this with our current culture and like all of um the guys who sort of like go too far in telling women about their appearance That's a good point. Uh, w- maybe women. i shouldn't be urging well, people to- no 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 but i do think we are a, a little guarded at, the, at this point sometimes i'll say to my coworkers if they're like looking really great or have a great outfit i'll say you're very smart and good at your job and this doesn't matter but you look great today oh you're so good <laughs> well it's like i do feel like i have to qualify because guys are generally terrible
1: yeah you know Generally, I mean, I've got two guys right here with me, and they are not terrible. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Whoa. Um, I was on the subway this morning, sharing a pole, holding onto a pole with another girl, holding onto a pole, and she was reading a book. Which instantly, I'm like, I love you, <laughs> and I couldn't see what the book was, but she was gorgeous, and I fell in love with her. And you know, like when you're sharing a pole with someone, you're allowed to just like stare at them because it's the situational like I get to stare at you is that true (laughs) (laughs) I just deemed it true you declared it yes Yes. great but she had this perfect nose it was a very strong big nose and she had great manicure great clothes and she just looked very serious and like she had dark features and I fell in love with her and then I was at the work lunch today with a bunch of publishers and she was there what Mm -hmm. and I was like looking at her and I wanted to be like I was like looking at her kind of like From the Subway. We fell in love (laughs) earlier today. Did she recognize you? I was looking at your nose. Were you look (laughs) also looking at my nose? Would I do this? (laughs) Do you remember Remember this whole thing? Remember me? (laughs) (laughs) Clearly you don't remember me. But I was like looking at her, like, come on, we had this and I wanted to go up to her and be like I saw you on the subway this morning. I thought you were gorgeous, and that's why I remember you right now. But that would have been so weird. She would have called the police. But like, I mean, w- maybe, also maybe she would have liked to know. What would
0: you have felt if someone said that to I you? I would have loved it. Yeah. I mean,
1: you know, I mean, it would have been a huge. It's a huge compliment. Yeah.
0: It's true. It's that. It's that thing where it's like we don't necessarily feel comfortable, but then oftentimes I think any of us would feel if it if it felt like it was coming from the right place, um, would feel so like our our day was made by that. Yeah. Do you remember when we had a stint when mm-hmm. we would go out together mm-hmm. to bars or whatever? We would, like, encourage each other just to, like, tell a person if we wanted to compliment them. So we would go up to literal strangers as we walk out of a our restaurant and just say, like, hey, I don't mean to interrupt, but I just want to let you know I think you're so attractive. Yeah. And then just walk we out of Yeah We did
1: that a lot. That was very us back yeah. then. Yeah.
0: It was. And, and the intention was not to get a number. The intention mm-hmm. was not to get a date. We would do it to folks who, we, like, aren't even the gender that we're attracted to. Right. But it was just, like... People should know yeah. how cute they are. I you hope know. you have
1: a good day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. It's true. Um, Anybody else? That's all three besides Alan. This is a hard question. We can think about it later because it's like you have to think of everyone, you know. <laughs> I mean, that girl on the subway had a lot going for her. That's so true. I wish true. I had taken a photo. Oh, my God. I'm turning crazy.
0: Wait, I have the answer. Mm. Oh, but I Mateo lost it. His... No, well, yes, absolutely. But I was thinking of that... Um, oh, Adam Rippon. That, oh! That, that he <laughs> that is male right American now. figure skater. He's think, so handsome. Is he's he smart? very smart. I don't know the smart part. I, I've seen him do a few um, uh, like interviews, uh-huh. and he's whip-smart and very funny, like witty.
1: Okay. Yeah. He should have a podcast. I'd listen. Mm.
0: He's a little busy currently. Kind of, but
1: yeah. Maybe that'll wear off.
0: NBC gave him like a deal to to um be a commentator for them?
1: I he didn't want to do it. And them.
0: he said no because he would have to leave the At Olympic least. village I and know. he said all of my team all of my US team like cheered me on and I'm going to do the same for them.
1: Smart. Maybe we should hire Tanya's people.
0: <laughs> Tanya Harding?
1: Yep. To kind of uh take him out of the game a little bit so that I'll <laughs> well, have a podcast.
0: Well, he's already out of the game because his his thing is over.
1: But what if he starts skating again? We, oh, that's true. We won't true. have time to podcast. That's so true. Kara, think about taking this out. <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble. I'm already like a stalker and a uh, conspirator for violence. Think okay.
0: about taking this out.
1: Um, No comment time. No
0: comment. Woo. This is where we play a clip that needs no editorializing from the likes of us.
1: sure doesn't. <laughs> I'm going to introduce a clip and then play it for you and then say nothing at all. We will go straight on to... The next segment after. But it's from... I'm going to set it up a little bit. It's from Love It or Leave It, which, I mean, you know, this is from... The episode is called The Fucking Memo. Uh, host John Lovett. This is the episode with Sashir Zameda, Adam Conover, and Francesco Florentini. Um, I'm a huge fan of John Lovett. I feel like everyone at this table is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's true. He's so smart, and he explains, like, really complicated, thorny political issues and kind of smooths things out, all the layers and stuff. But at his best... I think he is at his best when he's ranting about something ridiculous, like the food pyramid. <laughs> um, you know, remember that set of healthy eating guidelines that doctors and nutritionalists told us to stick to every day in the late eighties. <laughs> um, the food pyramid advised us to eat tons of bread and like maybe some vegetables. If you had some time, um, God, John Lovett is It is pretty when he's angry.
6: Pyramid was a lie. <laughs> You know what? I want to talk about this for one second. <laughs> I specifically want to talk about the only good period of time in history. and it was a two year period after the release of the food pyramid before they realized it made America gain collectively a trillion pounds. because there was a two year period where the president and the first lady and the he- and the, the Surgeon general and other surgeons and the whole doctors and Richard Simmons and all of them were saying, remember to get your six servings of bread (laughs) because it's healthy now. And so I remember there was this, it was one beautiful year and I remember like, being over at a friend's house, and we were having, like, tuna salad. And I and these their parents are at, the, uh, are at the counter just, like, dancing so please. Like, we're on a diet. And just, like, putting pasta into their bowls. Being like, we can't eat that tuna salad. We're on a diet. Pasta. That was cool. It was at one time where that was possible. They put bread on the bottom of the pyramid. What? That's crazy. It was really crazy. It was wild. It doesn't get enough coverage. It really doesn't. It's a crazy thing. The entire medical community, the FDA, everybody. This is the real Watergate, y'all. They got together and they said, make sure you get six potatoes every day." day. And no one was held accountable. No one paid a price for that. America gained a trillion pounds. <laughs> it's true. Oh, fruits true. and vegetables, two or three if you're lucky. Six slices of bread, potato. That's what you need to be healthy. Six to 10. <laughs> oh, are you trying to be healthy? Did you have 10 potatoes? Are you crazy? Doctors went on television. They went to schools. They put it up on the wall at schools for five years. No one ever apologized. They just replaced it. They just put another poster over it and pretended it didn't happen. Six to ten
1: potatoes. What the fuck? (laughs) On to the next segment. Jingle Jangle. (laughs) Okay. So
0: Jingle Jangle is our musical segment.
1: (laughs) ten potatoes <laughs>
0: okay jingle jangle is our musical segment where we play something musical from a podcast whether it's a theme song or a, a music you know what the you know what that i'm talking about you know what i'm saying
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. you all know <laughs> I'm what i'm my, saying
5: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. oh okay so um, this jingle jangle comes from the podcast formerly known as Nerdist. This
1: is brilliant that you did this.
0: So good, right? Um, so our very first jingle jangle ever in the entire world came from Nerdist. Do you guys know Nerdist? You all know Nerdist. Um,
1: and if you're a fan of the pod, as you should be, you will remember this jingle jangle. It's
0: so true. Um. But if you joined us a little late, we played the intro music to Nerdist, the little theme song, which is Chris Hardwick's podcast, um, where he just like interviews celebrities and guests. Um, we int- we we played the theme song because we loved it so much, and we just couldn't help but dance when it played. So, in a little bit of hot podcast news, Nerdist has now become ID10T. Don't panic; it's still the exact same podcast because, Chris, but Chris Hardwick, who started the Nerdist Empire no longer owns the overall Nerdist company. So he decided to change the name of the podcast to keep things sort of clean and separate. The podcast is still as good as ever, but with the new name came a brand new intro. And to honor our first ever clip from this segment, here is the musical intro to ID10T. Initiating
4: ID10T Protocol
0: What do you think
1: i love it it reminds me of the old one but like it's like it's like reboot yeah i really it still like has it has the
0: same fun vibe but yeah. it's i really love it um it also took me uh, longer than i would like to admit to realize why the podcast was called id10t do you know why idiot <laughs> so it looks oh, like idiot yeah. when you sell it out yeah and also i am an idiot um i i I'm... you're
1: so funny
0: <laughs> at least i have one um So that was from ID10T. Check out the same old new podcast and you can hear the new intro music.
1: I haven't listened to the podcast yet.
0: You haven't listened to
1: ID10T. Yeah.
0: I mean, but it's the same. Mm Mm-hmm you have
1: oh i thought it was like a shift
0: oh no the content is exactly the same it's just a new name new new theme song
1: Ah, uh, yeah but i check it okay, out well thanks for the new dance music <laughs>
0: yeah um all right we're gonna jump into our new ish segment called and now for a little bit of advice it is mm-hmm. where we. Uh, By the
1: way, if you have uh, suggestions for a new name for the segment, <laughs> feel free to tweet us at Love Your Podcast. We're, open to suggestions.
0: We're very open. Um, we play a clip of someone asking for advice from a podcast and um, ask the other, per- you know, w- one or the other of us will will see what the other person thinks. So this time I pulled up a clip from Anna Ferris is Unqualified, episode 108. Um, Anna Ferris is a hilarious actress who I love from House Bunny and Scary Movie. She's also on Mom on CBS. Have you ever seen Mom? No, <laughs> you haven't. I don't know why. I asked. No, I have
1: to, I have to change the because I don't watch Bravo anymore. Yeah. So you have a new have to have a new yeah, like you fill it up. Like is Catherine O'Hara in it? No, then no. I no, seen Allison
0: it. Janney is.
1: Ooh, I know. I like. Her. It's like
0: really good actors. Um, I'm sure they have crossover episodes. Just saying.
1: Are you lying to me? Just I, to trick me? Not to watch I, I don't it?
0: know for sure, but I'm, if any show has crossover episodes, it's Mom.
1: Hey, Alexis. <laughs> Did I you just call her called her Alexis. Her
0: Alexis. Alexas, Alexa. Speaking of Catherine O'Hara. Alexa, <laughs> <have> <laughs>
1: Alexa. Does Mom have crossover episodes? Alexa. Does Mom have crossover episodes? I, i'm not surprised i don't know why you no asked. one knows okay no, no one knows It's um, impossible to
0: know <laughs> uh so on affairs podcast on affairs is unqualified features hilarious guests improvised scenes and at the end of every episode they field questions from listeners and give unqualified advice thus the name of the podcast <laughs> I can really relate to the premise because we are also wildly unqualified to give advice. Mm -hmm. But I want your advice on this clip.
1: We're even Um, unqualified to be like talking about unqualified. So correct.
0: So correct. Uh, This episode features comedian Whitney Cummings. um, And a college age listener calls in with a green eyed predicament. I'm going to play the clip and then throw the question to you, Lauren, for your thoughts. So, Alex,
2: tell us what's happening with your boyfriend
4: so uh, my boyfriend and I have been dating for almost two years now and uh, we're doing long distance while I'm in medical school and so he lives with his best guy friend from college um, and they live about three and a half hours away from me and so uh, my boyfriend's roommate has a friend who is a girl who's thinking of moving to the same city as them and so whenever their lease is up my boyfriend's roommate wants the three of them to get like a three bedroom house or apartment together. And so I completely trust my boyfriend and he is amazing and long distance has been going really well for us. Um, But the idea of him living with a girl kind of made me uncomfortable. And so I really just wanted some outside advice on if this is just me overreacting um, or if you guys think that, I don't know, what, I just kind of wanted to hear y'all's opinion on it. Have you it, met and, the girl? Um, Sorry to cut you off, Alex. Have you met the girl? Yeah, I have. Um, we all went to college together, so I've met her before.
1: Do you like her as a as a friend, or do you feel sort of inherently like, or I don't know, maybe a little tug of jealousy of like with her?
4: Like, I know you trust yeah, him. Um, do you trust her? Uh, I do. Um, she's she's really cool and. I, like, don't really think anything would happen, but it still just, like, doesn't really sit super well with me. And so I just kind of wanted to hear y'all's opinion about it and just what you think of, like, the situation in general.
0: All right. LKP,
4: Um,
1: what you think? I think if she trusts her boyfriend, which she says she does, it's not a—you said you trust her boyfriend, so it's not a problem. But then why is there the problem? I don't think she trusts her boyfriend, mm. which is a big problem. <laughs>
0: Maybe she doesn't realize that she has a little bit of lack of trust.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like when Justin and I started dating, I think he was a little surprised at how trustworthy I was. I don't want to like I'm DJJ can correct me if I'm wrong. But like he like I was not like getting jealous or like he would do things. With, you know, I really don't care because I trust him. i told him before I trust him more than gravity. Like <laughs> I really do. So I, nothing would make me insecure. And also, um, but the, the problem is though, if she is jealous on Ferris saying, don't be jealous, isn't going to make her not jealous.
0: It's a great point.
1: Something there she's going to have to talk to him about it. Like, I know, I, I think on the episode they say, don't talk to him about it, but like I, why you have to be able to, if this is someone you're going to be with, um, I there, what can you have to lose? You need the relationship to work, and the other thing is, not everybody gets to be picky about roommate situations. I don't know. What do you think?
0: No, you, you I, I, definitely am with you. But my different perspective is that I also trust Alan implicitly. But I just innately am a little bit more of a jealous person when it comes to like a, a romantic, like a significant other. Um. So I don't think I'd be. I don't know. I I don't know if I'd be super comfortable with it. Like I'm trying to picture a scenario where like I have to go out of town for a year for my job Mm -hmm. and because we can't, couldn't afford the apartment, like, you know, Alan has a roommate and it's a gay guy who is like a friend and is like, you know, presumably like good looking. I, I don't know how I'd feel. I think I'd be fine with that. I don't think I'd feel weird about that.
1: That's a very good setup, like scenario, like. If I had to go away for work, and Justin was like, "I need to," it's wait, wait, wait. We are married. It's different. Very different. You're
0: right. You're right. When you were dating, if mm-hmm. if that had been the scenario, what would you have thought?
1: I mean, even less caring. Really? If not married. Yeah, because it's like if I'm going to find out that you cheated on me, thank you for letting me know right now.
0: You know, I'm sort of the opposite. I feel like now I'm like I don't know I have it all locked down like I think it's fine. But when we were dating, I might have been a little bit more insecure.
1: That's and this is a very <laughs> I know question. I DJ, know. What do you? I don't. What, what would you? What would you say if you had to go for away for a year? And I was like, okay, but we need this guy to move in.
0: Or more to the point, did you sleep with that girl you were living with? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Just this kidding. All, <laughs> all of too. them.
2: All of them. <laughs> No, I think uh well for this this caller's predicament it it's really it yeah it just comes down to if you're that serious and committed to that person then you should have that conversation and and like but, work something out.
1: Okay, but what about you? We we want to know about you.
2: My current situation.
1: Now and when we were dating, would think, you have been okay with so
2: it? So I think I think now I would probably be more comfortable with it because just because uh, I've done you for a long time now uh, I think before I would have been a little more uncomfortable because I think there I don't know I guess I there's a certain level of insecurity that I have when if like when I was just dating and um, I don't know
1: I don't mean to toot my iron horn but I feel like I have earned your trust
2: Yeah, but
0: I do feel like there's a certain element where that doesn't matter. Like Alan has certainly earned my trust, but I'm still, I still get jealous about stuff. Like I still those, like it's kind of like you saying, Anna's advice can't convince this caller to Mm -hmm. not be jealous. Like same with no matter how much trust I have in Alan and how much he can say to me, like I would never cheat on you. Like that is still a deep fear that I have. Not fear, not it doesn't like affect Mm -hmm. my life, but it's something I think about.
2: Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. I, there's definitely like a deep-seated fear but because it because it's happened to me before, right? I, yeah. So like and like young when I was a when I was younger. So yeah. But I
1: think we also have to remember that to put yourself years back when people are living together, you don't have a lot of money. You know what I mean? Like it is, it, it seems like it'd be ridiculous now if Justin was like, we have to have this like <laughs> girl live with us. Like, well, be sure. Like, it's a little
0: more far-fetched now
1: but for our scenarios. I think back when I was like 24, it would just be like roommate. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: But for me, it would be, it, again, it would be opposite because at 24 in my relationship, I was even less self-assured. I was even less secure in that relationship and would have been a little more jealous and nervous. Hmm. But this is why it's super interesting yeah, because it's, interesting. it's so yeah. personal.
1: And I think I'm notoriously—I have a ton of bad qualities, but jealousy is not something totally in that area that I have const- I have not chosen to place my worries <laughs> in that bucket. Yeah, and also I think it's because I—I really trust Justin. Like I trust him. I always say if like he bought a. $50,000 motorcycle and he came home and was like, I spent $50,000 on this motorcycle. <laughs> I would be like, I guess Justin needed a motorcycle. Like I trust, <laughs> I really, really trust. I trust you with my heart and soul. So I oh, don't thanks. think I can think of a situation that would make me nervous. Cause I, 100 zillion percent trust you i'm not saying that you don't trust alan i'm just like that's not in my head i have clear checked that off and i decided not to worry about it
0: if alan came home and said i bought a fifty thousand um, dollar motorcycle i would say where did you get fifty thousand dollars why weren't you sharing <laughs> cool. that's what, yeah. we could have been eating so many popcorns <laughs> uh, that's a lot of popcorns. yeah seriously that I was a popcorn. good
1: that was a good one
0: good 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 um good advice you mm-hmm. had lauren I
1: mean, I don't think I had. You guys had good advice. No, you did. I mean, I think think
0: all of the advice was just like, it's personal to you, and like talk to talk to your person. Just use your words. Talk to your person about it.
2: Always use your words.
0: Yeah.
1: But also, chill out. (laughs) (laughs) Be more like me and just don't worry about it.
0: Just be like me.
1: But wait, really fast. Women have very good intuition. So if. I would want to talk to her and be like, are that's you such a a good generally point. a trustworthy person? Because how about this? If a girl wanted to move into our apartment and I suddenly was like uncomfortable, mm-hmm. that would be a red flag. Because like I'm not usually uncomfortable. So if this girl, is there something bothering her? Like maybe no. Like maybe you could say to your boyfriend, like for some reason just like not her. Like, you know.
0: That's the best advice. You. That's really good advice. Because you're right that women especially have such good intuition. But I feel like are often t- like we feel like we can't go just on intuition we feel like no be rational don't you know think it through go
1: on intuition Go
0: on intuition you're right yeah that's that's brilliant thanks you guys and thanks to kara our editor yeah and thanks for anyone who listened and anyone who rates us five stars on itunes
1: love you bye bye